Welcome to First Principles. I am your host, Tom Kirkham. Who is this Tom fella anyway? Well, I have over 30 years of business, entrepreneurial, and technology experience, but I've also experienced some tragedies in my life that I may not have been able to cope with were it not for some of the things that we will be talking about on the show. All my life, I have been fascinated with learning. I studied marketing, philosophy, business, technology, and other topics that somehow, intuitively, all became interrelated and brought comfort and clarity to many situations that could be overwhelming. In fact, these things would have overwhelmed me had I not focused on the task at hand. I still get overwhelmed, but remembering the fundamentals heaps, uh, helps bring me back around. But this show is not about me. Only in that I too will learn from you, but more importantly, what you take from this podcast is something that needs to be useful for you. It's my responsibility to provide value to you in order to continue to make the shows. These shows require time to produce and time for you to listen to, but time is limited. And because of space-time compression, more on that in a later episode, time is becoming more and more valuable for all of us. We're going to speed up the learning of these topics and even build foundations that will speed up the learning of other topics as well. How are we going to do this? First, principles. Understanding the basic foundations of new technologies or maybe a new self-help book goes a long way to understanding topics and issues in depth. Sometimes these ideas may challenge your own belief systems, so check those at the door. Remember earlier when I mentioned intuitiveness? Everyone has intuition, but what may surprise you is that it is a skill that can be improved. Learning first principles and applying critical thinking skills will allow your brain, especially when you're getting good restful sleep, to make connections that would not have been made otherwise. You'll begin to see connections between, oh, I don't know, business opportunities, maybe helping others. You will begin to notice how learning new things, such as a new language, becomes easier. The latest hot business or marketing ideas or best-selling books on marketing or even latest technologies are just continuations of earlier discoveries. Indeed, humanity stands on the shoulders of original thinkers from dozens or even thousands of years ago. Ever read Ryan Holiday's Ego is the Enemy? Guess what? Seneca, Epictetus, and Marcus Aurelius, I may have mispronounced Epictetus's name, Epictetus, I think I've heard it pronounced. My apologies, Epictetus, if I mispronounced your name. But Seneca, Epictetus, and Marcus Aurelius laid the foundations for these thoughts that Ryan Holiday covers in Ego is the Enemy and his other books. They laid the foundation for these thoughts some 2,000 years ago. In this case, Stoicism is a first principle. First principles and intuitiveness, intuitiveness also caused me to found the Kirkham Foundation, which is dedicated to improving critical thinking skills in young adults and children. We'll talk more about that later. I think I'm going to divide the show into seasons in that we will go through a season of a single topic or issue. 
During this time, we might have a live impromptu or what I call a out-of-band discussion, Q&A, or broadcast just for fun. Or maybe an episode to flesh out some new ideas for a future episode or season. Regardless, remember this podcast is for you and it's what will improve your life. Let me know what you're thinking about anything at any time. Make no mistake though, we will always look for and discuss the first principles. This thinking requires us to build upon known truths and then use critical thinking and reasoning to understand. No room for rational conclusions or tenfold thinking here. Just sound foundational knowledge quickly. So without further ado, let's kick off, let's kick off Bitcoin Season 1. When someone explains Bitcoin to you, does it sound like this excerpt from a YouTube video? What is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a here-pair digital currency. It's anonymous and decentralized. It's like being able to teleport money to anyone across the world. <laughs> no, nothing is actually being teleported. It's a way of making millions of computers to track each and every Bitcoin on a public ledger called the blockchain. When you want to send someone a Bitcoin, you probably announce that your account is sending a Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what I thought. When someone asks me what Bitcoin is, I've said things like, Bitcoin is a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer digital currency that is trustless and borderless. I haven't gotten four words out of my mouth before I'm seeing eyes glazing over and orders for more beer by my audience because presumably drinking more beer helps others tolerate my uncanny ability to be way too verbose. But hey, I'm working on it. So what are the first principles of Bitcoin? Let's start out with it is both money, or currency, and a property or a store of value like gold. But underneath it all, it is backed by cryptology principles that protect it from a number of things like copying and reusing the same coins, similar to counterfeiting. And the blockchain or public ledger makes sure that all the transactions are approved and then unchangeable as in, they cannot be reversed or alter, altered in any way. Every single transaction that has occurred since the invention of Bitcoin in 2009 and all future transactions guarantee that the coins are not reused and that the transactions are immutable. Pretty clever, huh? And to make things much more interesting, the buy and sell transactions are trustless. What does this mean? Basically, the buyers and sellers do not have to know each other, trust each other, or even be in the same country as each other. It's also borderless and practically instantaneous as well, which is better than U.S. dollars or especially gold. It also solves a problem called the Byzantine Generals problem, which has its origins with, guess who? Aristotle. More on this later. To top it all off, it is decentralized in that not only does no one really control it, no one knows who invented it, and it exists all over the world, not just in one server in a basement at Goldman Sachs. Since there is no one, no one or organization in charge of its existence, it does not exist in a single geographical region. It is impossible to stop short of a catastrophic and final worldwide internet failure. This means that no government or even multiple governments or hackers 
can stop the existence of it. Oh, wait a minute. I'm beginning to sound like that excerpt that we listened to earlier, you know, the mumbling guy. And, and my position here is to present this information in an easy to understand foundational way for you to grasp this revolutionary technology. However, there are many concepts that must be understood before it clicks, clicks with you. And it takes experts years to understand the concepts of Bitcoins, much less stay on top of it as a rapidly changing field. Now, I've spent years in the Bitcoin space. I've participated in not only buying and selling Bitcoins, but supporting the development of other cryptocurrencies like Ether, which technically is an altcoin, but once again, we'll save that for a later episode. Here's the deal. I know you don't have two years. Neither do I. I'm not going to do two years on a podcast to get you to click on Bitcoin. And the world's not going to wait on this to catch up. So we're going to speed this up a bit and take a dive into the things in bite-sized chunks without the jargon. In other words, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. The very first thing we're going to discuss is money itself. We take money for granted today, as humans have done for thousands of years. But few people have any idea what money truly is. Well, in some ways, it's a language. Maybe one of the first languages. At one time, cowrie shells, that's a seashell, cowrie shells were used as money. And in fact, cowrie shells were used as recently as 2017, just last year. Other things were too. And then things took over like gold and silver and other so-called rare elements and jewels. Um, but anyway, you get the point. Those were money. And then a few thousand years ago, coins were minted. And then finally, here we are today with coins and paper money. Well, this is thousands of years old. Money is money is money. But I am getting ahead of myself. And this is what we're going to cover in the next episode. It's all about the money. So stay tuned.